mean something for them romantically in the future. We teach kids from a very young age that they cannot be platonically platonically friends with the opposite gender. So you get men who get older and say, you put me in the friend zone. Damn, bitch, I can't have male friends. Like, (laughs) you know, but this is what happens when kids who like to hang out with each other, you marry them the fuck off. Like, that's what happens. And it's a shame that whenever we've seen a fruitful relationship between a boy and girl on camera, the girls have to be like an extreme tomboy. Um, Like, she's had to dress up like the boys, play with the boys, talk like the boys for it to be a success for the boys not to sexualize her. Then she takes off the hat and her hair falls down. Then they they get to sexualizing her. Suddenly they see her in in another light. She's not just one of the boys now. And this is a problem. We need to start. I had a candidate, one of my candidates tell me, um, they said, I'm saying this, but like, it's gender neutral. They said to me is that they were like, you're like a guy. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm like me. And they're like, well, no, because you don't, they're like, you don't, you don't act like women act. And I was like, well, how do women act? And they were like, well, they're like, you like sci-fi stuff? I'm like, Like, come on. Mm-hmm. So sad. Like, <laughs> you want to get on this? Like, come on now. 
they were going to kick us off. They were going to kick birth control off insurance. And regardless of the fact that it does actually benefit men, regardless of what additional benefits it does have for women, fuck that. We should be able to have to have it just because we're having sex. If birth control only existed for the reason of not producing children, that is reason to fuck enough. If I want to get most of on birth control, a good portion of them is other health benefits. It's other health benefits, but that, that skin, me, PCOS, me, endometriosis, um, all type or heavy bleeding, that, this, are irregular periods, me, you know, all these things that women deal with, but fuck that. Not, and birth control didn't help me with any other little things. If I was taking it just because I didn't want to have one of these fucking niggas babies, that's enough, because y'all are trash and they got no money. My favorite one is the congressman that had to resign this week because he was supposed to be pro-life, but he was telling his mistress to have an abortion. So this is what I'm saying. When you're trying to limit that shit that you're limiting, I'm like, I don't understand. Because most of y'all see my y'all wives. Most of them do think I always going from both that shit. So you would think, you would think they were trying to make that shit absolutely fucking free and readily available. So that way, guess what? My side Insurance, like they should not be able to benefit from these things, should it? But all get to play by different rules. All these corporations paying them to lobby on their behalf, and it's bullshit. This is why we have so many studies, so many things that we've been fed as consumers that have been wrong and outright lies, outright propaganda for the sake of power. Like, because corporations pay these lobbyists, pay these people to, um, to, to you know, there we have. I mean, like with the when people remember when everybody was like, no fat, no fat, no fat. Uh, it was on everything. Oh yeah, and then like people were like, it was but no fat usually means higher sugar, and it was benefiting the sugar companies to keep this fat going. And no fat was good, and we've since learned that you should actually. Be no carb sugar diet or following the no I mean, I think a lot of people forget that in the yeah. And and for the most part, like we're you know, we're supposed to have this energy to go. And that's not to say that you should be a vegan or vegetarian or how you should eat, but you need to feel that some kind of way. And when you start limiting your diet and taking stuff or adding stuff that's not supposed to be in the diet, you know what I'm saying, and taking a large quantity of something instead of, you know, yeah. you're going to throw off your system regardless. regardless. Here's also the problem with with, with food. Like, all the hard work is done. Your body has nothing essentially to break down. It does not have to work harder to burn the calories. Off food or eating things that eating less food, your body has to work harder to break it down because it hasn't been put in a blender like a chicken. Does. <laughs> it's you know, like it's healthier to eat a whole chicken than it is to eat a chicken tender with everything been broken down. Um, I want to say that's the person who said you're like a guy. 
I knew it. I knew it. Yes. It was a person calling. I have heard it now. Hold on, I'm sorry. I can't even hear it. It's just off. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Because I, I don't know. I seem to do my third thing on my phone. I don't know why I'm not going through. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that um, we as a society need to come to a happy, happy medium place where people realize that access of anything is bad. You know, access to these men's opinions is bad. Please stop asking men their opinions on women. Like, we don't need their opinion to validate our uses for birth control. Um, we for damn sure don't need them to tell us when that we can and can't have an abortion. I mean, like, Congress is also, you know, in a real rampage. Oh, we're not even hearing anything. Sorry. Rampage to end um, women's rights. Now we have a 20 week ban on abortion. And you're forcing women who have terminal babies, essentially, to carry them to term. And or you're forcing them to go out of the country to get an abortion or... That's true. Or have an unsafe abortion. Yeah. Or back out of abortion. Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, that's what's happening. This is why they legalize abortion in the first place. I think people forget, and I mean, Americans have short-term Like, people forget, back in the 70s, back alley, back alley abortions was commonplace. So, probably way past. But North 50, back alley abortion was like, hey. Yeah. And I mean, the, the jokes about hangers and things are, they exist for a reason. They exist for a reason. These people sticking hangers and stuff, and then, like, I mean, Teenage girls now on Instagram, on Tumblr, on Facebook, like messages being like, "Hey, do you guys know how I can perform an abortion?" And I mean, we get messages like that. That's how I know. How can I perform an abortion? Um, you shouldn't be doing an abortion on yourself. You need to go to a doctor. Really, but even when I was that age, like when I was a teenager, and thinking like if I got pregnant, I would not want a mom. I would ways to get rid. Of, like there was this, one of my cousins.
we talked about it before, but like we go through so much to make sure that you can. Well, drive okay, let's talk, let's talk about that because that's going to transition to the next subject. Let's talk about regulation and things that they want to regulate and things that they should regulate. I feel like we're already talking about it. We're trying to no, no, regulate I'm, women's bodies okay, and so, health. Right, right. But then you have a, a maniac this guy that's deranged, doesn't care about human life whatsoever, and he's shouting white pride, you know, all this crazy stuff to people, right? And then he shoots up a whole crowd of people, and then Congress is like, oh. But before we even get to that point, right? Before, it's regulation. Before we even get to the point of deranged, right? Who raised? It's probably not on the fault of the mother, but let's say. Like, we want to regulate stuff, but I'm saying, why not regulate? 
mental health care. Like you want to reg- I'm saying regulate the positive things when I say because a good deal, a good deal of people still believe that willpower. Even even somebody that I'm very close to again has to have a long conversation with them because they felt like they shouldn't have had to take meds. So they were prescribed which is something prescribed to people commonly with that experience manic episodes. Um, that experience bipolar um, episodes or schizophrenia, okay? So clearly, this person has mania. They have manic issues. And it's like they felt like they should have meds because they feel like it's something they should be able to control. They were like, I'm too smart for this. And I was like, this is not a matter of smarts. It's not a matter of... It's a chemical imbalance in your brain. I was like, all of us have to do something to assume a little bit more normality in the world. I have to wash with medicated soap and use a salt bar just so my skin is being kind of normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you having to take some chemicals to, 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 to help. I have to use this to breathe. Yeah. So, you need some pills to help balance the chemicals in your brain is not saying that you're dumb. You know what I'm saying? It's not and I don't I don't know why society has always had that stipulation on people that hey if you don't quote unquote fit the norm. So to me it's like this if and, and I and I've read this over and over again. They say like eight out of ten people suffer from some kind of mental yeah. imbalance. So I'm like, okay, so if eight out of ten people suffer from that that is, that is the norm. So that means even the twenty percent that are quote unquote normal, you're not normal because you should be the way our society was set up, where it's like everybody has to work to eat, right? And so a lot of people were not permitted mental illness because they could not survive any other way. And so when you saw people actually snap and not be able to, like, adjust to some sort of normality in the workplace, they just called them crazy. Like, that person just came out the womb that way. Like, that's just who they are. But, I mean, oh, and that's an Asian woman that passed away recently because she was overworked. Uh-huh. And I'm like, at what point as a society do we say enough? It's accepted. That's what I'm saying. The thing is, here in America and many other places, we have set it up that human time is capital. Yeah. And you cannot survive unless you exchange your capital for 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 food, for a house, for that's anything. What that's what that's a movie. You remember that movie? Yeah, it was called Time. Wasn't that the name of the movie? Time. Yeah. And, and, and like, I think a lot that that didn't dawn on a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people still understand that movie. Yeah. That that movie is us. Yeah. That literally what we're doing is we're taking a washer. Okay, I'm gonna give you this, and you get a time, but you never get you never get, you never get any. You never get it back. And the sad the 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 and this is why. We have never valued or took mental illness serious in the society, especially like I can only talk about my experience um, growing up in the black community. And it's because like nobody had the room to have mental illness. Everybody's got to work because we got to take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like when people don't, people go hungry and bad things happen when people don't work. Like that's a, I mean, like that's all my mother and her siblings ever thought that like because of my uh, my grandmother 
suffered from depression. She did not get up and work, and they went hungry. They, like, woke up to frozen water in the toilet bowl because it was so cold in the house. They ate condiments for food, like mayonnaise and mustard, because they had nothing else to eat, right? Like, this is how they come, they came to understand or learn that, like, everybody must work or we're going to die. How? That um, was like that, was um, that everybody must work or they die. And so, like, there's a lot of trauma and issues that I feel like my mom's family needs to deal with or reconcile with, but they have never seen it as a mental illness or something wrong because they're like, gotta work, gotta work, gotta work, gotta work, gotta work. And so, well, I'm I tell people, like, people say slavery is over, and I'm like, it, it's no. not over. It, it just got yeah. shuffled, yeah, shuffled to another way where everything is systematically okay. And people don't realize that they're drones to the system. And even the people that are that are the head of the system don't realize they're still drones too. It's like everybody is like doing what they they I guess they best think yeah. to try to keep the system going. Because but at the same time, the system is completely failing. Because guess what? We have not changed as a society. We have not adapted. The system doesn't leave you much room to protest. And the crazy and the crazy things are happening every week to stop protests. At the University of Wisconsin, my own matter, they just passed legislation that um, will either suspend or expel students who are who participate in protests. I can't wait for the time. I can't wait for the court to get a hold of that one. Yeah, they have just come in or like and then they have also been talking about how the NFL players are trying to make it or and the NFL Association is trying to make it that protesting or kneeling is illegal. Um and they can't do it, they will be fined or so they yeah, but again the Supreme Court's gonna knock all that shit down. They're coming up with all these ways where they're trying to sign. Don't go this way. Don't do this. Don't do this. And, and, and we know 
Both rays are done by people that we know as encountered. It's not some person just grabbing you randomly off the street nine times out of ten. Like, you're not going to ask me to respect a clause 
an icon, something that we made up more than my actual life, which is real, which is here, which needs to be fed, which needs help, which needs sleep. This is what the other side is going to argue. The flag is a symbol. But you have to think that symbol is a symbol of hatred. It's a symbol of bigotry. It's a symbol of sexism. That's what a lot of people say. Transphobicism, homophobicism. It's a symbol of all these things that are negative about our society because that is what we as a society have been built on. America was built on these things. Flag actually represented what what we say is supposed to represent. Then okay, but then, no one, then no one would be protesting. It just represented freedom, equality, oh. represented balance and fair opportunities. If it, if it represented, send me your tired and your weak. If it actually represented the things that are written on the Statue of Liberty, if we were that society and actually did those things, then then yeah, then America would no one would protest that. In the week since our last podcast, another black man was shot and killed by, by a policeman. And guess who the policeman was? Remember? Police officer. And, and do you know why Do you know why he was harassing her for to take his blood? Because he was trying to prove that the man was intoxicated when he ran into him. And that's how he was in that situation. He was chasing another big, another criminal. He smashed into this man. And so he tried to prove that he was drunk so he would not have any responsibility. I can't read this. Is this on our podcast? You can't change anything that is more than 75% of a problem. Um, Guess what? Slavery was more than 75% of a problem. We eradicated that. Don't give me that bullshit. Segregation was uh, a 75 problem. We eradicated that big bullshit. Um, slavery in Egypt was a motherfucking problem. You need to give the motherfucking program. Okay? Things change. Okay. Uh, of a problem. The 25 agree with no power. The 75% don't have to agree. The power upon power to stop once you have the 25% have a li- Could y'all stop reading that um, 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 what that's that 12 laws of power? 47 laws of power? No, this don't make no sense. Please stop capitalizing every other every other word. You know, I don't like to be a grammar stickler a lot of times. But, but it's just but I am I am a big stickler for things that go logically. I will I will I will call out every logical fallacy. I just equivalents on on the board. Like let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? agree with no power. Are you saying that like most people are not going to overthrow a system because they believe in I mean like that's what I'm kind of distilling. A lot of people um, a lot of people I mean the, the system doesn't leave a lot of room for protest. You know what I'm saying? Like how can you protest the system if you need to pay your bills? You know what I'm saying? Like and a lot of those hurricane victims still have to their rent, even though the shit was destroyed, you know, it's out of their control. And that's another thing, when I was talking about, like, protesting big or protesting brands like or big businesses like Walmart that have, I mean, like, 
I mean, the literal convenience that they offer you guys so much. It's impossible. Yeah, and so, and so. I can't, yeah. And so this is why, this is the whole point, that revolution happens with a few people. I know a lot of folks like to look at the civil rights era and think that every black person was down for that, but every black person certainly was not down for that. Like, if we're if we're threatened with being, pro, uh, being arrested for protesting, they were goddamn for sure being arrested and beaten and stomped, you know? Like and it's like you don't know that you're in the system, but you also don't have a lot of space to get out of it. It's like if you were a slave and it was like Harry is leaving tonight, do you have a lot of time to debate between you know what I'm saying? What you gonna do? I mean, you just don't. So my 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 whole thing is that change does not come by numbers, change comes by inconvenience. So this is why the reason this is why people still stand on the highway and stop traffic. This is why they do those sorts of things because we're trying to inconvenience folks. We're trying to stop you doing even inconvenience. We're trying to to change the system within the system. So the system says for us to protest. That's how you change stuff. It's the protest, right? Here's my whole thing. Protest will change nothing. But here's the whole thing. Everybody thinks that our rights were, you know, meant to protect everybody. Your rights that you have in the Constitution were meant to protect the minority. And when I say the minority, I mean the one percent. It was not meant to protect you. It was not meant to protect me. It was not meant to protect the man down the street. Unless the man down the street is a multi-millionaire, it's not meant to protect them. Because the was written to protect businesses. That's what it was written for. Learning that a lot of guys, a lot of men, found themselves as an LLC. Yeah, uh-huh. For the tax loop. I can tell you guys this, but like if you know that like if you come from a if you come from a family that has had some kind of wealth out the years or whatever, I mean, a lot of us are because my family's one of those families and I'm not naive to my privilege in this world. My uncle told me when I was before I like right when I graduated high school, um, you need to get a you need to get an LLC and you need to set up a nonprofit. We're taught that. So if you're teaching generation, and this is people, this is why I keep telling people the reason why we can't break the whole system is because not everyone is taught those things. So if people don't know, if you don't know that you can you can you can start a nonprofit business and use those nonprofits and go to the store and buy stuff so you don't have to pay taxes on it. A lot of people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, slavery isn't what it was 
then, you know what I'm saying, where you were getting limbs cut off, don't read, or all of a sudden think people feel like they've got a lot of choices. They can choose where to say No, slavery is, slavery is working. This, this, this is slavery. No, no, no. I know what slavery is. I'm saying, I'm talking about why a lot of people don't see the need to change. You know what I'm saying? Human nature, by far, we don't feel the need to change until we're very uncomfortable. People oftentimes don't do very daring things until they don't have no other choice but to. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. What the fuck am I going to do? I should start a business. But they probably wouldn't have done it if they weren't uncomfortable or they're working a job they really, really hate and they understand it's not them. Now they're encouraged to make changes. People often don't leave relationships until they're really, really uncomfortable. Even when they knew that they were toxic long before it got to that point. And I know this because I've been that person. But also we know historically, I like that's what gaslighting comes out of. A lot of guys, instead of just walking away and saying they don't want to be with the person, will just progressively become meaner and meaner to that woman and become more and more lazy with hiding their cheating because they want her to put them away. Well, explain what gaslighting is, because I don't think a lot of people know what gaslighting is. So gaslighting is when you know that you're right about something, right? And that person will do everything to make you question whether you're right or not. Like you will know that you just saw a light blink. And they will come up with every reason to say you're wrong about that. Are you sure you need to check your vision? You know your vision is really bad. And you get glasses are really flashing like, why of all times right now would it blink? What do y'all look for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's the middle of the day. It would never blink right now. So, so, so my question is, so do you think that our society gaslights the minorities all the time and people yeah. are not realizing that they're yeah. real gas? And here's, and here's how they do that. Tell me how dare you're okay. No, no, no. You're not No, no, this is what they say. You're not suffering. You're, you're not in slavery. No, you're not in chains. Your kids get to eat. They get to choose what schools you want to go to. You know what I'm saying? And you guys don't have something because you didn't work for it. Um, this is this is your fault. You guys shouldn't be such criminals. Shouldn't be so lazy, right? You have all these opportunities. What you're saying, but but we have all these inequalities. Look how you suspend us for the way we wear our hair. Look at the way you suspend us for the way we like to wear our clothes. Look at the way that you you demon the way that we speak. Look at all these ways that we have all these inequalities. We're saying, look, look how much look how much more time a dark skinned person gets compared to a light skinned person. Look. Look at the number of people, black and brown people incarcerated. So a candidate last night that they couldn't go to this, this and then we're in the Chicagoland area, but I feel like it's, like, it's okay. You, you couldn't go over here to this city. And they're like, well, why not? I said, because you're too dark to go over there at this time of night because they're going to pull you over. And they're going to, just as, as we say, off GP, on gangster principles, y'all don't understand, off GP, they're going to pull you over just for being dark people. Yeah. So you don't go to those neighborhoods, you don't go to those cities, and and I'm not gonna say this, but you don't go there. Right, and they will go, but, but but you have this, but you can go to school. It's not segregated anymore, but you can do anything you want to. There's no laws against that anymore. You know what I'm saying? They'll throw all of that into your face instead of like, um, really, really wanting to investigate that there's inequalities here. We are gaslighted by Congress, by white people in this country all the time, um, and that's unfortunate. People, people will work. My favorite, my favorite people that do that to people are people that look like the people that they're doing it to. Yeah, and they don't understand why there's a problem with this whole situation. Like this is what Harriet goes back to Harriet. 
not knowing that you're a slave is freeing so many more people. I mean, it's but also, like, it's the whole thing. A lot of black people pass it down as survival. But why do you think blacks are willing to fight more now than not to stop fighting after? That's a good question. Why do you think they're more willing to fight now than what? After civil rights, after civil so. I think what happened a lot with the Wait, civil rights. Why are they fighting now than before, than after the civil rights? Like, so when we have that. Oh, I can tell you. I know why. I can, I can tell you why. Because MLK died and once your leadership dies. And yes, they do this. That's why they killed him. That's what, I mean, once your leadership dies, you can a leader. But I also think it's an extreme fallacy to say that we weren't working and weren't doing anything because MLK is is the real Cocaine and distributed it and distributed it throughout the 
started wars. Like, we know this. It is no secret. You can look this up. You can Google it for yourself. I'm not just pulling shit out my ass. This is not a 9-11 conspiracy. Like, this shit really fucking happened. Like, right? listen, the FBI has said, okay, like, it's real. Like, the FBI, like, this really hides the cocaine. Hold on, stop your face. Let's just talk about war real fast, because I'm going to interject. Okay, I'm finished. I'm finished. Go ahead. Okay. So that's, so in the 80s, you have the cracking age epidemic, which is um, adding to the prison industry, because they're locking up all these men. It's also increasing the deaths of black it's black people in the community, black from using the drugs, the, the criminals, the other drugs who are killing each other. Um, but then you also have droves and droves and droves of black and brown men dying from AIDS at this time. And so communities as this, communities were ripped apart. Black people didn't have any space to fight for each other or fight for Exactly. We were too busy dealing with a shit ton of trauma and dealing with our communities being ripped apart. Okay, like black people in the CCs, they worked very, very hard for the idea of respectability. Because okay? people told them that's how they would respect them and that's how they would give them peace in the world. And they look and act like respectable. So black people had the clothes look like the people of the world. They got the jobs, they did all things. Then you get to the 70s and they start them all up. You get to the 80s and everybody's dying. A whole generation and that's when gangs pop out. Right. So now you have all these kids who grew up with either cracking big mothers, fathers that this is when you get GD. This is when you get all these kids who get to run in the street because they they only have the blood because people don't understand the blood. That's the songs in the game for the cycle. They still they the same thing. But you also have to know that a lot of these men form these alliances. Out of, this, out of safety. Well, out of, I mean, they stand resources. for growth and development. Exactly. So they were trying to be those father, uh, father figures to the younger boys in the community, albeit in bad ways or sometimes. Well, it started uh, off in good ways. It started off in good ways. It just grew into something really uh, something fortunate. But at the end of the day, black people couldn't fight for them the way they that they had been in, in the 60s because of the way that they, we have been ripped apart. It's, it's unfortunate, but the 90s just from that. And also by this time, this is how they had told us that the racism thing, racism was over and was solved because they were saying, well, if you if your people are in jail, it's because you were doing crack and you were doing drugs and you were gangbanging. That's why y'all don't have nothing, right? Because we didn't know what happened to us. We didn't know what, we didn't know what happened. We just saw well, it is black people's fault. It goes back to what you were saying about war. But I know about war is war is a billion dollar industry. Yes. So again, like I keep saying, everything goes back to one group. It's it's the one percent, and they're holding on to their one percent. They're going to do everything into their power to divide and conquer us, and that's what they want to do. They're going to divide and conquer us no matter what because they want to hold on to their one percent. But what I do know is there's also a they can keep their one percent without dividing and conquering us. But then it becomes like, for how long can I hold on? How long? How long? You're not. I mean, you're not going to reasonably be able to make 435 times what the average person makes if we're able to really. But either way, go. It's always a how long game because history will teach you no matter what. They always fall. Yeah, they always fall. They always, I mean, people don't understand that. People go, oh, what the hell happened in the Middle East? I tell you, the Ottoman fucking Empire fell. And guess what? It turned the whole Middle East into total chaos. I mean, and so this, it goes back to the whole thing. Do we know that drugs is, wait, do you feel drug abuse is all the same as depression? No. 
Oh, the same as depression? No. I don't think drug abuse is the same as depression. I think no. some people that are depressed do abuse drugs, but you yeah. have other people that are depressed and they never abuse drugs. They right. never they never they just live with the suffering. Some people just live with daily suffering. Yeah. Some people end up committing suicide, some people yeah. don't, some people just they'll cope with it and it was just one lady, she said that she's like, Well, I was depressed for for years. And she was like but she said, I still got up, I still took my kids. But she was like, she was like, you know, and she was like, this is severe depression. She was like, I just figured this was normal. Right? But I also feel that, um, I mean, like, I know that's why a lot of people where I grew up or where I'm from started smoking weed because they're like, they dealt and experienced a lot of trauma. <clears throat> but for a lot of people, it stopped there. It's like it's really branching down here. Like, people are doing a lot more things recreationally, like Xanax. Um, and Molly's, it became just like a, it's becoming a lot of people are practicing escapism because rather not, it's like you really just trying to get away from dealing with the realities of every day. I'll get a little high sometimes. I mean, what about that Frank Ocean album I was playing the other day, like the nice album is like, roll a, roll a, um, and that's how I, I mean, like, that's how I feel. I'm not even going to It's just like a, a get away from it. I don't think it means necessarily depression. I think it means that we need to change the society. Why smoking a little weed is so bad? Like, um, why, why? Because it was, you don't know the drug campaign against the. No, no, I'm saying now, I mean, it's, it's a day. Not the 80s, breaking in the war on drugs. I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm saying when they outlawed it in the 1920s. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, the, like, I'm talking about now, like, why is it bad? I think it's the same sentiment. Like, I think it's the same, like, people still carry it like it's a dirty thing. They don't still believe that, like, black men, it doesn't mean that uh, it makes, I mean, people don't believe so anymore that black and brown men white women, because that's what the smear campaign was, um, but we do know that it was ran to protect the cotton industry, to protect the, the here's what I do know, right? Cotton and salmon industry, the wood industry, the lumber industry, here's what I, was trying to say. Here's what I do know. FDR during his Pearl Harbor speech was high on cocaine. We had a president that can run World War II high on cocaine. I say as adults, People should be allowed to do whatever they want to do, as long as it doesn't affect other human life. Okay, and like especially, I say, other people, especially children, against their okay. question: Should the president be part? What be part of the same class of people that are not rich or or just making it? Why should he represent the rich and successful? Which president? Our president now. That don't even count as president. I don't even talk about him. Mm-hmm. Talk about this Justin Bieber stuff. I, I'm sorry. He on the hill when he said that. Because I remember, like, when I was like, because we all get high sometimes, you know, it's how we learn, how we grow. And that, that really, like, like hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking, like, if that's the norm, it's the norm. And that's something that I think all of us are coming to an awakening now, like, with having and people reading their thoughts. It was like understanding that a lot of us are stressed the fuck out and society stresses us out. Society stresses us out, stresses us out 
but it's also like um, a lot of ways to escape our everyday reality is close. It's very, very extremely difficult to get out. I mean, like the people who are, who, a lot of the people who are famous now have the stories of like years and years and years of struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, some of the people that we revere the most didn't go on into their 40s. That's what I was talking about. I don't hear them for. I don't care if was like in his like 30s and yeah. stuff like that. Um, the lady Mack was in his 40s. The lady that J.K. Rowling. I'm like, she was Rowling was in her 40s. I'm like, so some of these people, I mean, Coco Chanel, my God, Coco Chanel is one of the greatest, greatest things you ever read or watch a good movie. Watch Coco Chanel because people did not appreciate her. A lot of people, people they didn't appreciate her work in her. And, I mean, nobody wants a black dress. Like, it's what I'm saying. Like, it is, it is pretty difficult. Um, it's pretty difficult to overcome obstacles in life. And it just makes it really hard for us to challenge. And it makes it hard for us to, like, create a revolution. We're trying to deal with our personal selves, our personal world, then deal with our families around that, then deal with the world around that and these various layers are just like it just gets too much sometimes and like sometimes I feel like I can only deal with my father my other favorite song is a little too much sometimes by Shawn Mendes one of my favorite songs like ever it's always going to be one of my favorite songs sometimes sometimes I'm like yes I'm going to rock this day it's it I got all these things to do and some days I'm like fuck I'm scared I need a break. Like you say, I want to go on vacation. I need a break. Like you can just 
Jamaica for like a couple of hours. I was like, we can make holodeck program. I was like, this could be it so lit. Really like, it could be so I, I feel like I have no patience with adults at all. But it's like, I love seeing kids. I love talking with them. Like, I love interacting with them. They're like my one redemption quality. Like, please bomb this planet. Like, there's nothing here. Like, because we we have, I I really think that that is going to be the tipping point. Honestly, like they're going to be the tipping point where they actually shape us to a new, new way. A new, yeah, a new way of thinking. I feel like those that the millennials that was like ones who instigated that. Well, no, that's the, I think they're gonna take it to so that. You take it to that level where it's like, okay, we're we're gonna get faster. I remember being 18. I remember all the fucked up shit that I thought I knew because of the household I was raised in. I told you, like, I was raised in a crazy, crazy, super straight Christian household, and so like I grew up with homophobic ideas, and I grew up with respectability politics, and I grew up with extreme gender roles for women. And then it was like, I just remember, I, I, I attributed to the bad Dominica on Tumblr because it like, I don't know, maybe it was her style of teaching people, but she basically just spent the whole time cussing people out. Like, you like, hey, hold on, wait, y'all like, no, 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 no. Like, she really, I don't know. I paid attention to it, but, like, I, I was like, what, 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 what made me believe? Because I also remember being in, in class, in college. I feel like she spoke a language. I was a sophomore, maybe, and this guy came to my hip-hop theory class, hip-hop social justice theory class, and he was trying to teach me about oppression and teach me about systemic oppression or systemic racism. That's what he was trying to teach us about. And I was like, boy, you dumb. Ain't no white person holding me back. <laughs> You Because this page has grown so much. 
last year around this time, I think we were at like 7,000 people or something. We're at like 65,000 almost right now. But it's because, like you said, I had to spend time. And it is. It's, this is a whole time damn job running. It's these outcomes and the trends and the stuff and treating people the right way and not using wrong stereotypical language. And it's freaking work. It's a lot. I appreciate those people who took the time to educate me, who took the time to teach me all these things. Like the person that you see me having these discussions, these progressive discussions, is not the person I was 10 years ago. It's learning about privilege and learning about systemic things, learning about ways, uh, even learning um, people's language, like all that stuff that people have taught me over the years came from Tumblr in a nutshell. Um, yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, like, we learn from each other. And I, and I'm glad yeah. social media has done, like, wonders for the world because yeah. because that's what happens now. It's like, we and what it's also taught me is that, like, I can be wrong. Like, I can have ideas that are absolutely wrong. And so you have enough evidence, enough logic, and support the idea that I am wrong. Uh, honey, I'm changing my opinion that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's so hard to do that too. And that's but that's gross. But I had a lot of with a lot of things for a long time until I realized, like, oh, this is wrong. You're an angry black woman. <laughs> somebody else that day that was a good day for me and, and I don't think it's being black or, or a woman I just think it's like human society like I mean especially living in this area like, I get angry because it's a green light and people don't refuse to go oh, girl, I'm so tired about it I didn't really why are you trying to explain your I'm like I just thought, not, not only is it infringing on my time right but we have to sit here and wait for you to stop texting or calling whoever whatever you're doing I'm respectful for everyone behind you. But this is why I hate driving because I feel like it's so inefficient. Like, immigrants will know, like, you're in the left lane, it's a passing lane. I don't give a fuck how the fuck you want to go. If you see me approaching behind you and I'm clearly driving faster than you, you should move over. I should have to illegally pass you in the right lane because you don't understand it's a fucking passing lane. Like, that's, it should have happened. And you know what's also my pet peeve?